Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. And that was a thorough beatdown. The final score will tell you everything. I mean, 42 to 10, the Cowboys offense, Perloff, was completely inept. And I think you have to just credit... More the 49ers, their defense and run game is unmatched right now in the NFL. What's first of all, what why not the Dallas defense? Why the Dallas offense? The Dallas defense got steamrolled. Oh, I thought the Dallas defense was actually doing everything they could to keep them in the game in the first keep half. Them in the, it was 21-7 in halftime. Brock Purdy barely missed a pass. Christian McCaffrey ran at will. No, that's because there was a moment when it was 14 nothing when Dallas got the ball back and it looked like, all right, if they could actually go on a drive here after a couple three and outs, they could really cut into this lead. And on the first play of that drive, Tony Pollard fumbles, the 49ers recover, and then it was like off to the races. McCaffrey ends up giving back a fumble on that ensuing drive, but it was like at the two-yard line and Dallas couldn't even get out uh, you know, past the 20. Two weeks ago, you were talking about the Cowboys' all-time defense, though. Yeah. I, I still thought the defense was was actually what? pretty good. They took, I do. They, I, they took, the offense did them no did favors. Did Micah Parsons go to San Francisco? <laughs> well, here's the thing about Parsons. He did have a couple of good plays, but once the 49ers yeah. were able to get out to that lead, right, and they could just they, use the run they, game. Because they destroyed the Cowboys' vaunted defense. I know everyone's no. blaming the offense here, but... That was a thorough, I think both sides got destroyed by the Niners. And you're right, they should have seen it coming. There were so many things working against the Cowboys here. It's grass. They're not great on grass. It's on the road. McCarthy's not great on the road. And the the Niners are fully healthy. This is a fully healthy version of the Niners. The 75% Niners beats the Cowboys all the time. How are they going to beat the 100% healthy Niners? Which, by the way, if they say this healthy, they're going to beat everybody. So I'm not yeah. blaming the Cowboys. They're going to steamroll the entire league. You're right. Right now, they obviously look like going away best on offense and defense. But here's the thing. This is why I I really want to give some credit, actually, to the Cowboys defense. I know that's going to sound crazy. But when your offense does this, where of the 11 possessions that Dak Prescott was the quarterback before he got pulled for Cooper Rush, nine of those 11 lasted for three plays or fewer you just had your defense on the field so much yesterday, and then when the run game gets going like San Francisco's run game is able to, it just is backbreaking because they can start leaning on you and leaning on you, and at, at some point you you have no defense. You're going to stop McCaffrey. You're going to stop Debo Samuel running the ball out of the yeah. backfield on crucial third downs. Kittle had three touchdowns, and Ayuk had a couple big plays as well.
Do you know why they were had three plays or less on most of them? Because they were going against the 49ers defense. You had a half-injured Terrence Seal trying to block Nick Bosa. Yeah, that, that wasn't was going to happen. Yeah. You had Fred Warner and Dre Greenlaw flying around at 1,000 miles per hour. Is uh, That's all a function of the Niners' defense. They're going to do that to everybody, especially at home. I, I, I blame the entire team for the Cowboys, but I don't even blame them. I, I think they're going against an all-time team right now. So there, there was just no way they were going to go in there. I think the hype of the Cowboys from this, I call it a preseason, this 4-0 start. They played nobody, got expectations way, way up. I know they lost that game to the Cardinals. Yeah. But that was all a joke. I mean, beating the Giants and the Jets means nothing. And the Patriots, that means even less, it turns out. So I think we bought way too much into this. But guess what? Same old Cowboys. Dak Prescott hurts his finger again. Yeah. Different finger. It's interceptions again on the wide receivers. CeeDee Lamb, before the second interception, CeeDee Lamb drops an easy pass, and he's their only receiving option. Feels like the Cowboys is the same old Cowboys. Let's hear from Mike McCarthy. Can we, Pete? Mike McCarthy says this loss was a reality check. Um, maybe it clearly just shows where we are as a, as a team. We're 3-2. and two. Um, You know, our consistency, you know, even when we played really well and did some things, when you look at the three games that were won by you know, a, a big margin and and then the Arizona game where, you know, the pre-snap penalties and, you know, that, that showed up again, again tonight. So, <laughs> yes. Well, what was that? Carpe Ambio <laughs> was, uh, sees everything or whatever. I don't even remember now. Oh, man, that feels like it was 10 years ago. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, this was the second worst loss of Mike McCarthy's entire career. You have to go back to like a 2006 game when he was still the coach of the Green Bay Packers to find one that was worse. I mean, the fact that they were so, I don't want to say unprepared, but the fact that they got, you know, this embarrassed. And to be fair, it was actually close in the first half. It was close before that third touchdown scored by the 49ers, the McCaffrey punch-in touchdown to make it 21-7. to This was actually a tighter game, I think, than... Many people realize, considering the Dallas offense could do nothing, absolutely nothing. Wait, and wait, then wait. obviously in the third quarter, they just ran away with it. They they never stopped Brock Purdy at all. Brock Purdy was 17 for 24 for yeah. 252 yards and four touchdowns. And that was only part of their off. Their run game was amazing, too. Where I don't understand what game you saw because I thought the Dallas defense just had no chance against the Niners from the get-go. They, you're like, well, you know, the Dallas offense failed them when they were down 14 nothing. How do you think they got down 14 nothing? Okay, but you're down 14 nothing. That's not insurmountable. We see leads and we see teams come back from that stuff all the time. Yes, Not the against the Niners. Well, the 49ers defense is really awesome but I, again I thought that the offense did not the, the Cowboys offense that is did not do the defense any favors I mean you have all these weapons on the 49ers offense and I thought to hold them which it was basically like to 21 points but really like to 14 if you want to talk about when it was actually close in the second quarter scores in the second quarter well it took the Dallas offense Pearl off a quarter and a half to get a first down they had no help from the offensive side. Like, that's crazy to me. Well, I mean, the funny thing, before the string of interceptions, three possessions in a row, Dak actually played okay. I mean, he was putting on his receivers. He didn't have a lot of open receivers. No, they He didn't. does not have a lot of options. I Brandon Cooks has not been what we thought he was going to be. I have an uncomfortable truth for you, Maggie. What's that? You're not going to like it. My Super Bowl pick of the Dallas Cowboys is nope. not looking great. <laughs> well, that, I could have told you that. That might be true. We'll do what we it's got a wrong season. later. It's in a the long show. season. Yeah. 
there is an MVP candidate in San Francisco, and it is not Christian McCaffrey. It is not Fred Warner or Nick Bosa. It is Brock Purdy. Don't do this. Don't do this. Wait, you're, you're better than this. You're better than this. I Listen, this is not my opinion. This is just telling you what's going to happen, and I know you, this, you're this. you not going to like it. Brock Purdy is going to be a strong candidate, possibly win the NFL Most Valuable Player. Okay. This is not an – I'm not an anti-Brock Purdy person. You can completely win a Super Bowl with Brock Purdy – he has changed every opinion about him as Mr. Irrelevant. He's he's a great player. But let's be honest here. He's not the MVP. He has an unbelievable run game, and he's asked to make, like, four good throws a game. Now, granted, they're pushing the ball downfield a lot more than they were, but look at what happens, like, on, uh, what was it? I think the third drive of the game or the second drive of the game. Purdy had a bad throw on first down, so they just ran it, ran it, ran it, ran it. At times, Kyle Shanahan, if he, like, messes up or does something, like, takes a, uh, the one sack, I guess he took, if he has any even small falter, Kyle Shanahan just goes straight back to the run game. And he can do it with McCaffrey and then Debo Samuel come out of the backfield. It's really just like the downfield throws to Ayuk and the one or two to yeah. Kittle that were awesome and backbreakers for for Dallas, but they're not asking Purdy to do stuff that's like that's MVP caliber. Yeah, but none of that means anything. If the end of the season he has thirty five touchdowns and three picks and has a seventy five percent completion percentage, they're going to give him the MVP. Okay, and because that's how the numbers, MVP though. works. First of all, look at San Francisco. Joe, Mon- everything you said about Purdy, you could apply to Joe Montana back in the day. He had Jerry Rice and Roger Craig and the best line and the best coach, and he won MVPs. That's how it works. Somebody got it, has to get all the credit, and that's always the quarterback. Wait, do you really think that Brock Purdy is the same as Joe Montana? I mean, you haven't, you've seen his stats blow. Yes, I think it's very similar to Joe Montana. I'm not saying that he's Joe Montana legacy wise, but this, the, right now, I think this is an all time team. I think they were going to go 15 or two or 16 and one or 17 and 0, unless they're major injuries. I think they're probably going to win the Super Bowl. And yes, I think Brock Purdy is going to win MVP. I would. I'd bet him that, well, first of all, it's a three-way race. It's yeah. Tua, Jared Goff, and Brock Purdy. What does that say <laughs> wow. about America? That is something. Isn't it unbelievable? Yeah. Listen, can he hold off Jared Goff? I don't know. <laughs> but That's the big question. Yes. No, I think Brock Purdy, if you've seen any of these statistical comparisons with Purdy and Montana and Young, Purdy's blowing them all away. But it's a modern era passing. If he keeps this up, you're not going to be able to stop the Purdy train. I mean, you could give it to McCaffrey as well. I think they, well, they might what, be both in the top five. Well, you have, like, the reason why I feel like Purdy isn't going to win the MVP is because, well, because I'm watching and I'm seeing what he's doing, which is, yes, he is great point guard and point guard plus. Totally. But that's, like, not to me, that, that doesn't mean you're the most valuable person in the league. That doesn't mean you're the best quarterback in the league. It's kind of the same thing on the defense where you have like Fred Warner playing out of his mind, but yeah. you also have Bosa. It's like, who are you going to give like yeah, well, defensive? Bosa, I know Bosa, Bosa won it, of the year. but like Fred Warner probably should get some votes. Like, you know, if he yeah. keeps playing like this, like the team kind of cannibalizes itself. Like who should you really give the award to? Well, here's the thing right now. It's Purdy and McCaffrey. I'm assuming McCaffrey gets hurt at some point and Purdy yeah. takes all the votes. Uh, well, but the, let's the, see what he looks like when McCaffrey gets hurt. Because, yes, you still have Debo Samuel, who's awesome, and you still have, you know, Brandon Ayuk, but he gets hurt every once in a while. I mean, Kittle hadn't hadn't caught a touchdown pass until last night when he went off. I was doing a little math. I think the record for pro bowlers is 12. The, the Niners are going to blow that out of the water. Probably. Down. They have 10 definites. Purdy, McCaffrey, Kittle, Kyle Juszczyk, who makes it every year, uh, Trent Williams. Then on defense, uh, Bosa, Warner, Greenlaw, Hufunga, Hargrave, definites. Then Debo, Ayuk, Ward, Arvisa. They could have 16 pro bowlers. 
I mean, the whole team is a pro, which actually adds to, to your point that Purdy is a good point guard, but that's who you give the MVP to. That's who gets all the credit, the point guard. Mm, 855-212-4CBS, 855-212-4227. We say good morning to all of our CBS Sports Radio affiliates, coast to coast. We appreciate you so much. If you want to watch the show, youtube.com slash CBS Sports Radio is where you can do that. Of course, the absolutely free to download Odyssey app is crystal clear. Also, Sirius XM channel 158. So we want to hear from you. Is Brock Purdy the MVP of the league right now? Guys, gals, come on. Here's Brock <laughs> Purdy. Uh, let's hear from him. Pete says the 49ers just clicking on all cylinders right now. But, you know, right now, yeah, it feels like everyone's just on a mission, man. Like the mindset is right where it needs to. Everyone's so detailed in what they do. Um, the play calls are great. Um, so it's like all I got to do is go out there, do my job, and and that's it, and just play ball. So um, obviously we feel good where we're at, but there's still areas we can still get better at. I'd like to know what are those areas they can get better at. <laughs> looks like they're doing pretty well. Uh, I, I don't know that's exactly where they can get much he, better. but He did have seven incompletions. Got to cut that yeah, down. Seriously, dude. 855-212-4CBS. And then on the flip side of this for the Dallas Cowboys. Exposed? I mean, Jerry Jones said that the NFC is going to run through San Francisco. Smart thing that Jerry said. Correct. Turns out Jerry knows a little football. Well, uh, all right. For now, let's not count Philadelphia out of the picture yet. <laughs> Were the Cowboys exposed last night? I mean, oh, yeah. clearly the gap <laughs> between <laughs> the gap between the Cowboys and the 49ers a little bit deeper and wider than we may have thought. But I'm not putting this on the Cowboys' defense. I know 42 points. It looks like it's on the defense. The offense could not give them a breather, could not give them a break had almost no sustained drives outside of the 11-play touchdown to Kevontae Turpin. That was a beautiful throw, but the degree of difficulty on that touchdown was so much higher than anything that the 49ers had to do last night. They were felt like they were almost lucky to score it. Yeah, I, I think it was a total team loss, but honestly, it's a function of the 49ers. The Cowboys are who they are. They're going to be 12-5, and five and they're going to lose in the second round, Maggie. It's... They're the same team. Everyone also is pointing to Kellen Moore being gone. Like, why they get rid of Kellen Moore, who had over 30 points a game to go to Mike McCarthy? Just give him a break. Let them play at home and different teams. This is a fully stacked Niners team. Is not who you judge the Cowboys on. The Cowboys' last three games against the 49ers, they scored 12 points, they scored 17 points, and last night, 10 points. Yeah, so does everybody else. That's not going to get it done. Every other team, what did the Steelers do against the, the Niners' defense? They got demolished. Yeah, I know, but the Steelers' offense needed like <laughs> a, a total prayer of a drive yesterday to just to get past the Ravens. I mean, the Steelers' offense is definitely n- should not be in the same category as yeah. what the Cowboys are doing. And the defense, though, uh, amazing. We want to hear from you eight five five two one two four CBS. So on the on the Forty Nine ers side is Brock Purdy the MVP. On the Dallas side, who you blaming for the loss? I put this on Mike McCarthy and the offense 100%, not on the defense. 855-212-4CBS, just getting going here. Starting on this Monday, a lot more to do, including a recap from a crazy, crazy Sunday in the NFL. So much to do. Stay with us. It's Maggie and Perloff, CBS Sports Radio.
Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Welcome back to Maggie and Perloff. Maggie is not comfortable with the idea of Brock Purdy, the Niners quarterback, winning the MVP, but I say right now he is the front runner. And Maggie, he just happens to be the quarterback for a team that's got yeah. a gazillion weapons. That yeah, doesn't do you make remember, you the MVP. Do you remember Matt Ryan with Kyle Shanahan in 2016? And you can win an MVP in that formula. Also, sure. Maggie thinks last night was on the offense, not the entire team of the Dallas Cowboys. Give yeah. us a call, 855-212-4CBS, 855-212-4227. I'm glad you're distracted because there were some other bad things that happened to you this weekend as a Buffalo Bills fan. <sighs> I, I mean, do you want to just get this out of the way now or you want to... Save well, it. it feels like a long time ago, because it was 9.30 a.m. Eastern. <laughs> yeah, the, uh, the Bills sort of fell apart against the Jags. That doesn't count. It's England. Who cares? Whatever happens in England stays in England. That has nothing to do with the rest of the Bills season. It definitely counts. Well, the injuries do. But Yes. They're, they left with more players than they're coming back with, and now you have another all-pro member of the defense for the Bills, Matt Milano, who looks like he's going to be out for the season. At the very least, he's got a fractured leg. At the most, it's a fractured leg and maybe a completely torn up knee. I mean, but uh, did you ever think Matt Milano, Tredavious White, and Von Miller were going to stay healthy? I didn't, but season ending, like, okay, maybe a guy has to miss three games and comes back, or maybe they miss a month and come back. I mean, I never thought season ending, and we'll see what happens with Von Miller, who couldn't even finish the game, his first game back off the PUP list, why he was even playing in that game in Tottenham, where the turf is maybe a little questionable, makes no sense to me at all. But Perloff, I called this the day the schedule came out. I said, this is unfair. The Jacksonville gets to stay in England mm. for two straight weeks. They're going to be totally acclimated. And they were. And the first half, Buffalo's offense is totally sleepwalking. They apparently flew to England on Friday. I don't even know if that's a good idea or a bad idea. Nobody can get this body clock thing right, except I know one thing's for sure. When you spend a week and a half in England, you're going to have a better shot at being adjusted than if you are there for 48 hours. You know, I do remember you complaining in May when the schedule came out. I did. But I don't remember you saying anything last week after the Bills blew out the Dolphins (laughs) 48-20. I felt like you were kind of feeling your Bills. Well, no, I was still worried about it. I was still worried about Vaughn Miller. I'm always worried about them. But I... Well, you should. He's 34 years old, coming off an ACL tear. Tredavious White, same thing this year. You had to know these injuries were coming. And then the Bills had to plan for these. They were not counting on White, were they? I I think they definitely were. I mean, my thought is this. I cannot remember a team that ever lost the amount of all pros 
on defense that the Bills appear to have lost so far, which is two, and we'll see what happens with Miller, and can still be a Super wait, Bowl wait, contender. Wait. That, but not current All-Pros. Matt Milano was an All-Pro last year. Right, but Von Tredavi- Miller and Tredavious White were not. Okay, but they're still high-level defensive players. Are they? I think they are, yes. I don't know. I saw a lot when White got hurt about how, how hard it was for him to come back in the first place. I think that's different to lose Von Miller at 34. It's not like you were losing a 26-year-old Von Miller. No, but you saw Von Miller last year. He was really effective for them last year. And they felt it when he when he got injured and couldn't play for the rest of the But there's a reason they have him because he's 34 years old and the everyone moved on from him. They gave him $50 million. I know. That was a mistake. That is the reason you they can't, have him. You know, you're taking a risk when you take older players. It's true. And I thought that the pass rush was going to hold up. And I actually thought the Bills defense, they gave up a lot of yards, but they were good in the red zone. I mean, Jacksonville was up like 11 to 7, I guess, at halftime, I believe, 11 to 8 at halftime. I can't oh, remember. They should have been up. They should have been up a lot more. Exactly. So I thought the defense played admirably. You got guys, you know, taking in oxygen, like what? they're playing at Mile High Stadium because they were so gassed. Perloff, I don't think I've ever seen this before in my entire life. Have you ever heard of a team going on a 17-play drive and not scoring? Uh, probably, yeah. That was Jacksonville. 17 yeah. plays, and they didn't score. How about, by the way, Josh Allen, when the game was out of hand at the end and he, he was trying to bring them back, whatever that was, was make the whole offense that. They did a two-minute drill where they came down the field in 15 seconds. Yes. And Josh Allen looked like Superman. I know, but that's what you always say. Like yeah. I think the Jacksonville defense basically... They thought it was one. But Allen uncorked two throws that were insane. You know uh, you know that joke about making the whole plane out of the black box? Yeah, right. Make the whole Bills offense out of Josh Allen just throwing it 60 yards downfield like a missile. No, I think it was the supportive friend that Perloff is with a tweet to me yesterday. Injuries on defense and Josh Allen running is the only offense. Boy, the Bills are back. Thank the you, Bills sir. are back, baby. Thank you for that. Let's go to the phones. 855-212-4CBS. Let's go to Michaels in the Bay Area. Wants to talk about the 49ers beatdown of the Cowboys last night. Good morning, Michael. Good morning, Maggie. Thank you for taking my call. I'm just calling. You said it's all on the offense. I think it was just a dismantle of the whole team from the opening whistle to the end of the end of the game. Um, they had no chance, and it's it's the same story with the Cowboys every single year. They do well at the beginning of the year. And uh, everybody jumps on board and gives them all the credit that they don't deserve. They really don't because they got exposed last night. They did get exposed last night, Michael. But I still think I know they gave up 42 points, and this is going to sound crazy. Thank you for the phone call. I still thought the defense actually kept them in the game in the first half. I mean, they, they, got, they let up 21 points. They had no help. The offensive side, the, the, the Dallas offense couldn't get a first down. What's it? They couldn't stop the Niners. At all. I mean, 21, if you double that, it's 42. I mean, I understand the second half was about Dak's interceptions, but did you? there was a play where Demarcus Lawrence was on the edge with Christian McCaffrey, and McCaffrey blocked him. Demarcus Lawrence must have fallen 20 feet behind him. <laughs> it's, McCaffrey's a it. running back. No, I just think that they got outman, outphysical at every single spot on both sides of the ball. Uh, Phil is in Buffalo. He's got a thought on the Bills game. Hey, Phil, how are you? Oh, great. Yeah. I, uh, yeah, it was a great game. No, I, a lot of going down, that hurt me, okay? <laughs> but on the offense, 29 yards rushing, where's where's Allen underneath center? And well, get the two tight ends in there. I know. Well, at one point, Dalton Kincaid, Phil, got hurt. Thank you for the phone call. And you know about Josh Allen. 
Josh Allen's love affair with Dawson Knox, and he loves to go to him, but you know couldn't connect on a couple of what looked like to me on the couch, five thousand miles away. More looked like some easy throws. Okay, that's just delusion to put any of that. For, he's Phil is a hundred percent right. That team cannot run at all. I know, and they were supposed to fix this this year. And everybody thought earlier in the year they had some success running. Yesterday was a disaster. Yesterday was a disaster running the ball. Well, they also, they got behind. It wasn't by much, but it felt like a lot. And it fell into that Allen kind of hero ball again. And they completely got thrown off their mark. I mean, I, I think you just have to credit Jacksonville here. And I think Milano getting carted off the field, that was devastating for them. But how can you credit Jacksonville when this feels like last year's Buffalo team where they cannot run the ball? It feels like something that is really part of Buffalo's DNA. This this offense cannot will, run the ball. They won't commit to it. They will not commit yeah. to running the football. And I think that, you know, Jacksonville's defense, that defensive front, was actually pretty stout. I think that it was taking James Cook wasn't able to get anything going. Okay. I, I see that as Buffalo's problem more than Jacksonville being stout. I don't know who first of all, Jacksonville the competition committee has to look at this two weeks in a row in London. It's ridiculous. Thank you. No, no, I'm 100% with you. Everyone's bothered by the Eagles' brotherly shove. The real problem is Jacksonville <laughs> yeah, no. being in we'll London. Get to the brotherly shove. And I think, and you know, you picked, you did pick the Cowboys to go to the Super Bowl. Probably not feeling great about that. But Jacksonville probably galvanized themselves in this London. I think they're going to come out like a house on fire the rest of the year because they did that last year. They go to London for two weeks and it helps them. Give them credit. Like this franchise said, we'll go to London, and now they're using it to their advantage. Yeah, two and zero in London, and what was there? There are like one and two back. Does that make sense? Yeah. Uh, back here in the United States, I, they got such a, a big, you know, assist there. I don't know about the competition committee. <laughs> I, mean, I don't know. We need to get them involved. Uh, quickly, Gary is in Jacksonville. Hey, Gary. Good morning. Good morning, guys. You know, I think that's a cop out. The Dolphins played three out of the first four on the road. You know, had to play third game on the road against Buffalo. I didn't hear uh, anybody complaining that that was unfair to the Dolphins. The final, the Bills got their butt beat. They scored seven points in the first half. It's a week-to-week league, guys. Last week, Josh Allen was the greatest thing since sliced bread. He does this every year. He He puts up a great game. Then he puts up a stinker. You can't rely on that guy because in the biggest moments, Josh Allen disappears. Well, not all the time, Gary. But, yes, that criticism could be there for Josh Allen. I mean, i got to defend him a little bit. There are a lot of moments where he comes up clutch. But the offense was totally out of sync. Can I bring up two other things? You're down by five after you score a touchdown and you decide to kick the extra point. Like, what were you doing, the metric system over there? Why wouldn't Uh Sean McDermott go for two? I didn't understand that. And I'm not going to be this person. Like, you guys will get to know me here on the morning show. I'm not this person, but I'm going to be this person today. Officiating crew, get it together. So inconsistent and terrible. So inconsistent. Jordan Poyer basically inadvertently puts a shoulder to a helmet of a Jacksonville receiver, and they call it. Then on the next play, you got Epinesa tackles De- uh, Trevor Lawrence by the throat. No call. Like, be consistent with this. Maggie, you got to be a pro here and put this loss behind you. That game <laughs> did not count at all. Now, the, it, the Milano injury is a big deal. It, that's huge. But that, that game, that means nothing. It ruins the season. Uh, let's welcome in Andrew Bogus. has got some headlines for us. Good morning, Bogues. Good morning. So I am new here. Um, is isn't there some big white marker board that needs to be updated post? Oh, Maggie's oh, meltdown. Yeah, my yeah. meltdown board. You're right. 
Got to get that. Is there an excuses board, too? Because there's been a lot of those <laughs> Let, they're floating not around. The reasons. No, yeah. I, I don't. The, the time thing is their fault. They shouldn't have gone on Friday. They could have gone on Wednesday and been acclimated. That's their fault, not S- London's fault. Silly. Although I feel like you're right, but I feel like there's been teams who have gone. Like the, the Ravens apparently are leaving like tomorrow to go to London. Right. And they have a game this weekend. I think we've seen it both ways where teams go late in the week and they get killed and they go early in the week and they get killed. Teams have definitely started to go later because it it, it really isn't that big of a deal. You get there, it's the first day is crappy, you're you're up for like, I don't know, 20 hours with a time change, but you get one night's sleep and you should be okay. So teams have slowly crept deeper into the week, but Friday seems too late. I know, they basically came in on a red eye and just like went to the field. So Baltimore's going Tuesday, you said? Yeah. There's a lot of time to do tourist stuff. It's very distracting. You know, there's museums <laughs> everywhere there, uh, fish and chips. Yeah, I worry about. I worry about my team. Yeah, you're going to see video of the Ravens on the Eye of London. And like, <laughs> and there's a lot of the distractions jewels. over there yeah. if you go Tuesday. Uh, well, your update is sponsored by Progressive Insurance. Progressive makes bundling easy and affordable. Get a multi-policy discount by combining your motorcycle, RV, boat, ATV, and more. All your protection in one place. Bundle and save at Progressive.com. It was the game we were all waiting for, and it was barely a game. The Niners hammered the Cowboys 42-10 on Sunday night football. Brock Purdy threw four touchdown passes, three of them to George Kittle, and Christian McCaffrey scored for the 14th consecutive game. Here's the QB. And then there's the Niner D. They held Dallas to 107, 197 yards, eight first downs only. They took the ball away four times, including three picks of Dak Prescott. Linebacker Fred Warner had one of those. He forced a fumble. He had a sack. The Niners 5-0. and They have won their last 15 regular season games. The Eagles have won 22 of their last 23 in the regular season after holding off the Rams in L.A. 23-14. The Chief win streak is four after a 27-20 win in Minnesota. And the Dolphins flexed again in a 31-16 decision over the Giants. Miami gaining 524 yards, giving them 2,568, the most ever through the first five games of a season. Wait, worst defense. Defense that looks like it's Mm. not caring more. Denver Broncos, New York Giants. Oh, Denver Broncos yeah. are, are barely trying at all. I, I New think, York Giants defense was uh, I think they're pretty just, much a no-show yesterday. I think the Giants are just bad. Six. The Broncos don't care at yes. all. At all. They, that side of the ball is like, you know what? We're getting paid. We have no coach here. I don't I don't know what's going on with Denver. <laughs> Honestly, how many coach. to give up 23 points? I said this to you on the call. To give up 23 points to the Jets, uh, offense is way worse than giving up 70 to the Dolphins. I mean, they made Zach Wilson look like <laughs> a competent quarterback. I would fire everybody in Denver. Just trade the whole defense, fire the defensive coordinator today. That team is given up. Uh, that Wait, being said, Ryan Hickey, can yeah. we? you are on the phone. You're going to be spinning yeah. plates all this morning. Can you please put this as a poll question? What's worse, giving up 23 points to the Jets or 70 to the Dolphins? <laughs> I mean, here's the thing. In, in the Dolphins edge. are setting this record, um, but they beat the Broncos and the Giants, who are the worst two defenses in the league. So do we know that Miami's that good? I hate to be that guy who judges everybody by who they beat, 
But isn't this a little bit of a facade? Well, no, it's the same thing we're saying about the Cowboys. Like, you beat up on the Giants and Jets, and yeah, you know, now, what, you, now that, you face the 49ers. So that was totally a fake. How so good is this are Dolphins you? a fraud, too? Well, I mean, is De- yeah, Devon Achan the next Marshall Falk? Probably, but I'm not so sure that this all counts. Yeah, it's a great question. I feel like I believe the Dolphins still are doing, like, really innovative things. Well, I don't even... They're just faster than any team in the history of the sport. That's true. I mean, they are so fast. Not to scare you, Maggie, as a Bills fan. It's HS, they already beat them. Yeah. yeah. They, that, that, that's not my biggest worry right now. Yes, else. What else you got, folks? Uh, we got Jamar Chase. Remember a week ago when he said he was always bleeping open? Uh, Joe Burrow listened and threw it to him 19 times yesterday in Arizona. Uh, that's from Bengals Radio. Chase ended up with a team record 15 catches for a career-high 192 with three scores in a 34-20 win in Arizona. I think I could be that kind of color guy, by the way. Just go, oh, oh. <laughs> that's my Just favorite kind of color guy. Giggling in the background. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, listen, I, a lot of guys have, like, you know, made millions and millions yeah. of dollars. What else is Romo doing? Right. I think actually you're <laughs> Here we go, Jim. This is the game. It's like, yeah. it's the first quarter. I'm definitely the Scott Zolak, as Dave Lapham <laughs> school of hometown cheering. Oh, wahoo. Could you do the anger, though, that Zolak has sometimes? And some like, when they get really angry at the team for being bad, could you I go that it. way, too? Oh, absolutely. Be non-professional. Yes. And just, oh, 100%. <laughs> okay, good. Uh, by the way, the Bengals had three offensive touchdowns total going into that game yesterday. Then Chase caught three by himself. Uh, Georgia gains 15 first-place votes, strengthening its hold on number one in the AP College Football Top 25. Michigan still second with Ohio State and Florida State moving up a spot each behind them. Oklahoma jumps seven spots to number five after beating Texas. This used to be fun for Astros fans. Correa, three hits, three RBI, while Pablo Lopez tossed seven shutout innings. Their twins getting even with the Astros in game two in Houston, 6-2. The Rangers, meanwhile, outslug the O's in Baltimore, 11-8 for a 2-0 lead going back to Texas. The NLDS back on the field today. USA Basketball is reportedly going hard after Drew Holiday for the Olympics in Paris next summer. Management believes Holiday was their second most important player in the last Olympics behind Kevin Durant. And the Aces began the WNBA Finals with a 99-82 win over the Liberty in Vegas. Guys, back to you. Wow. I mean, if Team USA gets Drew Holiday, then I'm definitely going to watch. Why are we talking this (laughs) much about an Olympics that doesn't happen for another year? I'll tell you why. Because of LeBron. Because LeBron is rallying the troops and then talking about football all weekend. Yeah, LeBron's also, yeah, like making his football picks. He's a full-time NFL analyst (laughs) now, and it's great. So he's a a full-time NFL analyst slash, like, uh, the new Brian Col- Jerry Colangelo, yeah, yeah, yeah. like the head yeah. of USA Basketball. What and, about the Lakers? And he was in Vegas for the WNBA game yesterday, I think. So LeBron, uh, his Olympic team has 36 members on it right now, by the <laughs> well, way, too. So there, there, I think, is the developing story. Because in the holiday write-up, it said that the 
a lot of the guys who say they want to play are not going to get invited. That like LeBron and Curry obviously are going to be okay. in, and then Embiid, and now apparently Holiday. Okay, this does not answer my question. Who cares? I Why do. are we talking about because this in 2023 we, when it's I'll not until 2024? We are on the verge of watching a 38-year-old or 40-year-old LeBron get killed in the Olympics, and it's going to be unbelievably interesting. Nobody cares. Dude, if they put Yes, if they lose, you don't think people are going to care. He, he's trying to win a title with the Lakers. Are we just moving the eye off the prize here? Like, the the Olympics is great. The Olympics is awesome. It's like 15th down the list on, like, accomplishments LeBron James should be looking at. Yeah, there's just so many questions that you can ask these guys in their preseason availability, and this is still an NBA question because of the, the stupid World Cup thing in the summer. So that's yeah. why it keeps coming up. It's being asked of them. They answer. Somebody writes about it. And then I need a story to close an update so it makes it <laughs> onto the show. Could have crows with uh, Brock Purdy's parents apparently on a oh, hot yeah. tub, uh, a hot tub store. We like that one. Yeah, and I feel like they'd be a fun time in a hot tub too. No, that sounds way wrong. <laughs> yeah, it did. You want to hang out with Brock Purdy's parents in a hot tub? What? Definitely. By the way, <laughs> just sharing stories about uh, Mr. Purdy's minor league baseball days. <laughs> yeah, uh, talk about Chuba and why he can't get on the field, and there's a lot to go on with the Purdy's. They did get a lot of time last night, <laughs> and did. I thought I, I'd seen them before. They seem fascinating. I think there's a huge backstory there with Mr. Purdy. Why? Because he's selling hot tubs? or because Selling hot tubs in Arizona? Yeah, there's a lot going yeah, on there. I mean, Chris Collinsworth kind of nailed it. Yeah. Who needs a hot tub in Arizona? Mm. Wow. But maybe they're the only game in town. And like, hey, we're going to be the only hot tub people, so if you want one, you've got to come to us. I feel like there might be some interesting stories about the Purdy's hot tub. <laughs> Over the years. What do you think was going on in the Purdy's I don't know. I, I I don't know. They not only have an MVP son, they have an all-time party house from what I hear. No, I'm just kidding. I made that up. But wouldn't like, that you be a great Do you want to do color of the hot tub parties? Just yeah. in the back going, yeah. we went on? Well, when you heard they had a hot tub. When you heard they had a hot tub company in Mesa, Arizona, did anyone else think, ooh, this sounds like a 70s party house? No, yeah. I was like, when I'm thinking about a hot tub in a Mesa, Arizona, I'm just like, there's a lot of VD probably going on in that hot tub. What's swimming around in those waters? (laughs) Not with the Purdy's. I'm just. By the way, Brock Purdy's family, I think, is one of the most straight laced families (laughs) of all time. I think Brock Purdy is up to nothing. No, but you're right. There's got to be a little something under the surface if you're selling hot tubs. You know, it's like. That's where you find, like, wink and a nod, like, where's the real party at, hot tub guy? You yeah. <laughs> I met Brock Purdy at last year's Super Bowl. You're not Super selling Bowl. Bibles is what I'm saying, okay? I, I met Purdy at last year's Super Bowl. He is a Boy Scout. I mean, he looks like he's 17 years old, yeah. and he is going to run for student government president. <laughs> he's got a Wally Cleaver. Uh, what's that The kid on Leave it to Beaver who pretended he was really nice and was really not nice? Uh, yeah, I never watched Leave it to Beaver. You, got, you young people have no idea. A lot of you know what? What's the kid? Uh, yeah, yeah. Oh, Tony Dow played him. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay. you know the real person's yes. name, <laughs> right? So he wow. was fake nice. Purdy looks like the nicest sort of homecoming king you'll ever see. No, they're all Wally Cleaver. So they're Wally all Cleaver, they're yes. all killers behind the scenes. Yeah. So you think Purdy listens to the, like the don't drink in the hot tub rules, and he gets oh, out yeah. after five minutes because it's too hot? Yeah. No I'll glass you, in the hot right. tub. Right. I'll bet you Brock Purdy does not party at all. Wow. That'd be disappointing. Uh, yeah, I mean, maybe not. Listen, there's a reason why he got to where he got to, right? It was a four-year starter at Iowa State. Yeah. You can't be partying your face off and then still playing at a high level unless you're like Johnny Menzel. Oh, Brett, and then you Brett, see what Brett happened. Yeah. Well, Favre <laughs> Joe was Namath. a one-of-one. And <laughs> Namath was playing in the 60s. It was okay. different back then. Everyone was smoking. <laughs> everybody everybody was hungover. <laughs> yeah, right. Plumbers and firemen. 855-2124-CBS. 855-2124-227. Thank you, Andrew Bogish. Coming up. 
The one thing no one is talking about yet when it comes to the Cowboys and the 49ers, we've got that for you and a lot more to get to on this very busy Monday. Don't move. Maggie and Perloff. Stream the NFL on Westwood One for free, sponsored by AutoZone. All season long, you can listen to every Westwood One broadcast of the NFL live on the NFL app by asking Alexa to open Westwood One Sports or on the Odyssey app. Get in the zone, AutoZone. The free AutoZone Fix Finder service can help you find a fix for free. Get in the zone, AutoZone. Restrictions apply. I've been working on punching that up since Rob Cordroy told me my AutoZone read was weak. That was, (laughs) you know, professional actor. That was kind of cool. But and he was uh, in Hot Tub Time Machine, famously. Yes. And he's, a, by the way, a Patriots fan. Big One of the many fan. Patriots, so he's probably not feeling good right now. But I know who's not. I have a lot of friends who are Cowboys fans, too. And they they are not as depressed as I think people would think. Because I think a lot of them might have seen this coming. Well, I, except- <laughs> <laughs> they saw it coming. The Cowboys as a team apparently did not see this coming. And anytime you have guys after the game saying we didn't see it coming, I think that is, whether it's direct or indirect, that is a reflection on the head coach. Because you to say, like, we weren't ready for this, I mean, that's the head coach's job, isn't it? To make sure that you're ready for everything. Can we hear from Dak Prescott, please, Pete? Uh, admits that the Cowboys did get punched in the mouth. Yeah, I guess that, that's a good word in a sense. Um, didn't see it coming. As you said, put everything into this and uh, got punched in the mouth. Um, called a couple of weeks ago, humbling against Arizona. Uh, but this may be the most humbling game I've ever been a part of. Um, felt good about the preparation. Felt good about everything, honestly, coming into this game, matchups, and they beat us in every aspect. I mean, Dak... Six of the seven drives in the first half went three plays or less. Three points scored in the second half before he gets pulled. Field goal, then interception, interception, interception. Dak yanked for Cooper Rush after the 49ers called off the dogs and pulled Purdy out of the game. Yeah, I thought Dak looked okay in the first half. Uh, I think he he stayed back in the pocket. He didn't see a lot of open guys. But when he did throw in the first half, it was pretty accurate. Uh, and there I, were definitely uh, drops. I, I thought... He did the best he could. Listen, you're going against the Niners. You don't not. You're not going to have time. The first. It's funny if you look at the picks. The first pick he threw a long bomb that got picked. It was, but he was getting. He was under pressure. Somebody yeah. missed Hufanga and he came in right at him. Then the second pick hit his receiver in the hands per usual. Then the third pick, I have no idea what happened. At that point, he just was desperate. So it was bad. It's a three pick game, and maybe I'm a Dak apologist, but I thought in the first half against the best defense in the league. He did not look bad, in my opinion, at all. Uh, Can't go that far. I think that you've got a $40 million quarterback. I know you're going up against a great defense, but, I mean, they couldn't get anything going, anything going. And I think where it really turned, or not turned, but, like, where it got really deflating for the Cowboys was after the 49ers go up 14-0, and then you get the ball back, and you're like, all right, now we can maybe try to go on a drive here. And the first play of the drive, Tony Pollard fumbles. The fumble's like going out of bounds, and the 49ers get it back on a short field. And how is that Dak's fault? No, that's not Dak's fault. But it's just like it got deflated from there. It was like, man, we can't do anything right today. It's so funny to me, though, that you don't put any of that on the defense. Didn't you notice that the Niners were kind of moving the ball at will? No, I do, but I thought that the defense did an admirable job considering they got no breathers, no breaks, and the offense, you know, never let them have 
five minutes to catch their breath. I mean, I remember doing a show a long time ago with Bart Scott, the linebacker, played 11 years in the league, and he said the key to your, uh, the best defense is to have a good offense. Like, let us be off the field for a little bit and be able to regroup just a hair, and that was not possible last night for the Dallas defense. And then once hmm. the 49ers get a lead, then Micah Parsons can't do Micah Parsons stuff because you – are just running the ball and you're not, there's no way like Bert, Purdy's not really dropping back to pass that. There, there was no Michael Parsons stuff last night. That was not happening. The Niners had an answer for Parsons on every play. They, as Collinsworth said, the story of the game was the way the Niners were blocking the Dallas front. They just demolished them. Yep. And it makes me think that that whole Dallas defense is a bit of a fraud. Yeah, I don't put it on the Cowboys, do you? 855-2124-CBS, 855-2124-227. I don't put it on the defense. I thought the offense was, I mean, whether that's a function of the 49ers just being suffocating, they could not find anything. They can't, you know. I, the other thing, too, I think the Dak is, and the four, and the and the Cowboys offense, they, they need another receiver. Oh, yeah. Bro- Cooks has not done what they thought he would do. Which is crazy. And their tight ends are worse, too. With Cooks, with uh, Gallup, with Turpin, with C.D. Lamb, obviously. But they're always going to try to shut down the number one option. Like, they're definitely short a guy. And also, Tony Pollard doesn't scare me at all anymore. I know. Something happened there. I mean, he broke his leg last year. Maybe that's it. But all of a sudden, this explosive Tony Pollard seems like a distant memory. Let's go to Hung. He's in Harrisburg. Good morning, Hung. How are you? Good morning, Maggie. Fine. Thanks for taking my call again. You um, got it. Remember last year I told you about, we talked about Belichick. Yep. Uh, the most overrated team, coach of all time. He's I, I compare him like Phil Jackson with, with no Jordan <laughs> or, or, or Kobe. He ain't nobody. Actually, Brady made him famous. Without Brady, he tries. You know what, Hung? It's, it's a topic we're going to get to in just a moment. Bill Belichick, I never thought I'd see the day. And people like Hung and Perloff, you guys were right. I never thought I'd see the day where it would look this bad for a Belichick team. I mean, back-to-back weeks where he's handed the worst losses of his career, and Hung is right, without Brady, Bill Belichick, his winning percentage is like 44%, like right nestled around Chip Kelly. Yeah, I'm not sure Brady could save this team either. There have been so many personnel mistakes, Uh, but Mac Jones is also a big part of this problem. He picked wrong there. Without a doubt, there's so much to get into. We will talk about Bill Belichick and his future, 855-2124-CBS. If you want to weigh in, Maggie and Perloff here, we'll get into Belichick. I mean, is this it for a legendary head coach? Just brutal loss yesterday to the visiting Saints. Get into that in a minute. Don't move. Maggie, Perloff, you, CBS Sports Radio. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.